Okay, got about a minute left, so you know how that goes. Uh, before we run the intro, uh, as long as there's a few of you tuned in, looks like we got 13. This is the perfect amount to ask my initial question. Uh, in today's print fam question, I want to know, and this is, I, I saw this on the group, and, and it is, it's, it's, it's piqued my interest. I want to know your guys' opinion on it. Do you or do you not show your pricing on your website? Let me know in the chat while I'm running through the intro shit, and I'm going to get back to it uh, a little bit after I do all the intros, and then I'm also going to get back to it on the business topic of the day. So definitely chime in on whether you do or whether you don't, and let me know why. Uh, and that's, I think that's it, guys. It's uh, 6 p.m. by my clock, so you know the routine. We got to do a little, 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 the Print Life Live podcast intro. Here we go. Oh, wow. What's going on here? We don't need that. There we go. What's going on, Print Fam? If you're new, my name's Cam. Welcome to the Print Life Live podcast, where we talk news, we talk business, and at the end of that, I do the Q&A thing. Dude, it's so weird, right? Like, when I try to do that, it's like, what's going You're trying to be like a used car salesman, and then like midway through it, I get like this hitch in my giddy up, and I'm like, this is so fucking weird. Anyway, you guys know the routine, man. We do the whole thing. Uh, Y'all know that I'm like a self-proclaimed print pro, although print pro is it's a reach. Uh, and I run a print shop in Phoenix, Arizona called Monument Limited. So if you need them services, of course, hit me up. Go to monumentlimited.com and, uh, you know, throw me your business. Anyway, um, you guys know how I like to get down. I like to go into the chat before we start the show and just give my salutations to the people that have taken an hour out of their day to hang with me and to hang with the rest of the print fam. Cause this is what it's about, man. We're building the community. We're building our, uh, our, uh, our print fam strong. And when the family's strong, the industry's strong. And when the industry's strong, we're all making money and uh, we're all sit- sitting on the beach sipping Mai Tais. And that's where we're trying to get. Anyway, 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 I'm going to run down the list fast. So hang in there for your shout out. Inking Zinc, what's up? Hotbox Print Studio, welcome back. Alan Defy, how are you? Screener Hub, Standard Graphics, The Era 110, I think he's a newbie. Um, what's going on? Alan Defy, Standard Graphics, welcome back. Michael Katkov, what up? Screener Hub. Uh, I think Rye Beats, welcome, my friend. Shouted you out on the on the group, man. I love the vlogs, by the way, Rye. Rye is another guy that's he's jumping in on the thing. He's doing it, and they look good. So congrats on that. Uh, Joanne Bond, what is going on? What is going on? Uh, Space Sloth, welcome in. Design Gnome, welcome back. I'm, you know, it's fun. Dude, I start reading through these. I might repeat your name. Don't hate me for it. I'm just running down the list. And I might miss you because I'm trying to catch everyone, but sometimes I think I said your name already, so I skip it even though I didn't say you. So now you're mad at me, and then you hold it against me on the next one. But I'm doing the best that I can. Uh, Screener Hub, welcome. Inklings, Inc., welcome. Alan Defy, Elevation Print, to Standard Red. Jason Inns, welcome back, my dude. Michael, I already said hi to you. Spray Foam Life, what's up, dude? Spray Foam Life is hanging in the print life live feed i mean it's 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 life versus life that's not even a joke where was i going with that sometimes i don't even know elevate adam dobson you're the last on the list welcome in i'm stoked you guys are here you know we keep trying out different time slots if you're just tuning in uh just made my what's ups to everybody in the chat so make sure to, to put your two cents two cents in on the chat uh in the meantime while you're doing that I got to do the thing. You guys know I hate doing it, but it's got to be done. Although I feel like it doesn't got to be done, but it needs to be done. So, and this is just by the advice of anyone that's had a YouTube channel since the beginning of time. You got to do your social shouts. 
to continue to grow your channel if you leave it up to everybody and i know because i'm guilty of this too sometimes i'm watching a video i'm loving it i'm enjoying it i'm really into it but i forget to like it i forget to share it i forget to do all these things that will help that video or that get it out there and i know that the creators put a bunch of time in but i forget so you got to remind motherfuckers so i'm gonna remind some motherfuckers number one follow me on or follow me at Cam Irvin, C-A-M-E-A-R-V-E-N, on both Twitter and Instagram. Number two, number two, number B. Subscribe to the Print Life podcast on on either iTunes or Google Play, and make sure if you actually listen to give me a five star review and a glowing written review because it helps, man. And a bunch of you guys did it last time. Thank you so much. It, it works like it's crazy if you get reviews iTunes actually like puts you on put you on things you start getting more hits it's very important so thank you for doing it and if you haven't done it go on over and do it and finally which is really the most important thing is to head over to Facebook search the print life group and send a request to join because this is going to – the group, I didn't really know which way I was going to go with it, but the group's amazing. You guys are interacting in it. I know it's it's new and we're not really sure where it's going, but everyone's interacting and I'm dedicated to it. It seems like the print fam's dedicated to it. And overall, it's just going to be the way that I source news for this industry moving forward. And with that in mind, send a request, send me your shop news, send me industry news, send me whatever you got. Post it on the on the Print Life Facebook group wall, and it's going to get featured possibly if I like it on the live feed from this point moving forward. So everybody that's in the print fam, you got to be part of the group. got to do it. And of course, share it to all your screen printing buddies. Let them know that the group exists. Let them know the channel exists. It's too much, man. I, f I feel like I have to say this every time even though I don't really want to. It's the way it goes. I guess. And um, where are we at here? Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go back into the chat and we're going to see if anyone answered that question because there was only 11 of you in here when I happened, when, it, when I asked it. So here's the question I asked to the print fam Do you guys show pricing? On your website, on your website, and it comes up because I saw it in the in the um, in the Facebook group, and someone brought it up that they they couldn't decide, and I'm gonna go over that a little bit later whether they should do pricing or not, and they're not sure if it pushes customers away. So I want to know what you guys think. So I'm gonna go read the comments to see. So yeah, 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 not on my site. Okay, so we're starting with Michael Catlob. Not on his site, but there's a pic posted on his Instagram. Farm Boy Graphics. He doesn't need price shoppers. Joanne Bond. Not too fluid. Allows for PIA fees. It's uh, a good question. You don't. Uh, design gnome because customers don't know how to count colors and get the cu the customer intel okay website isn't complete but will not be showing pricing mostly because I don't want to be locked into some low ball price just just to make sales gotcha uh, yes. that was from space Sloth. screener hub just use Facebook and yes I put the price on all of my stuff okay um, Inking Zinc, no pricing published, not sophisticated enough to have a complete matrix available or calculated. I gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Nope, easier to get the client to stick to an order if you give them the quote, like personally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Patrick Duff says that. Uh, Alan Defy, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I inflate if the customer <laughs> is a pain in the ass. Rightfully so, and you should. Elevation print and sign. I will chat up the people and say that I could send you a general price sheet, but there are too many variables to put in general pricing. I completely agree. Uh, standard graphics. Question and answer. No website, no advertising. My pricing. I start with 55 per setup, 55 per hit of ink. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Jesus, dude. It's good. It's really good. It's only fair for putting up worth their shit. LOL. It's only fair for putting up worth their shit. Okay, so the Arrow 110 says, nah, because you got to put up with their shit. So that's good to know, guys. I was, you know, I'm interested to hear what the industry thinks about that. And I have, for the for the longest time, 
I didn't do it either. We're going to go into that in a little bit. But thank you guys for your input, and I'm going to keep that in mind when we have the discussion later on. Uh, in the meantime, in the meantime, y'all know what time it is. It's time for the... 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 God damn screen printing news channel. Here it comes. Here it comes. What is happening here? No, no, no. No, no, no. This thing is... Oh, gosh. Sorry, guys. The the live feed was going. It was playing in the background. Uh, So, my news today is going to be a little bit different than normal. Uh, because... I just got to update you guys with what's going on with the vlog thing. So I got a bunch of requests. I know y'all y'all have been missing me. I could tell. But uh I'm not I'm not going anywhere. I just I don't know if you saw the the vlog I posted. I don't remember what day it was last month, but I but in the vlog I said, "You know what? I'm not sure which way I'm going to go if I'm going to continue to do the dailies and all this and that." Well, when I set out to do the 30 days, I was conducting an experiment to see if the YouTube rumors were true, wherein if you upload every day, uh, you will see your your subscriber and your viewer rates rapidly increase. Turns out, it's not true. Or at least it wasn't true for me. We did okay. I think we we came up on about 500 subscribers in 30 days of me doing it daily. With that in mind, the, the juice ain't worth the squeeze. Okay, which which is cool. I'm not I'm not mad about it at all. Uh, and and also I'm I shot a video that I'm that I'm editing that's going to explain why I decided to 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 take it back down and stop doing the the, the daily thing for a while. Uh, and I'm going to upload that uh, probably tomorrow or the next day. And then I also did shoot the white ink the white plastic salt ink comparison. I shot it. I did the whole thing. Uh, and then I was like, I hate this. I was watching it back. It wasn't the way I wanted it to go. So I'm doing some reshoots and it'll be up here very shortly. It's almost completely edited now. Uh, anyway, here's the plan daily. Nah, too much work guys. It, the shooting isn't tough. Just so that you guys know, if you, if you shoot vlogs, I know a few of you are messing around with it. The shooting is not tough. That's easy. You shoot a bunch of angles. It's all good. But when you vlog the way I do, where, you know, you have lots of angles and you got lots of cuts and you're adding music and you're trying to make it visually interesting, it takes forever to do the edit. The edit takes all all evening, right? From the time we close, it takes all night to midnight, man. Like my sleep schedule's all jacked shit. So it's a pain in the ass. It's hard to do. So I'm cutting it down. Here's what's going to happen instead. A Monday vlog, we're going to do the Wednesday live thing, and then I'm going to I'm going to shoot either a tutorial or a product comparison on Saturday. So we're getting 3 uploads a week for now. As soon as the channel gets big enough, that it constitutes going back to dailies or as soon as there's like i start seeing the snowball effect where it's growing 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 i'm gonna go back to dailies for sure because it's it's a lot of fun the problem is if if you can't dedicate a solid 40 hours a week to daily vlogging more than that but if you can't dedicate eight hours a day seven days a week to vlogging uninterrupted with, without having to deal with clients and all the and it's really hard to pull it off and i did it it was fun but it's got to be a full-time job to to do it daily like that and just right now i don't have that luxury of that which i also talk about in the video that i'm editing and will upload tomorrow explaining what's going on in the shop some hiccups that i made and it's going to be interesting so definitely tune in and watch that it's me really being honest about some stuff which is always fun right to see a, a grown man be vulnerable on a YouTube channel. It's very weird. Uh, so that's that in the news. Uh, and you guys know after I do like the industry news thing, then we're going to come over to the uh, row. We come over to our Facebook group and we're going to start running down the, the uh, discussion board and, and do a little news that way. So let's start at the top to see what's happening here. Singo is playing around with water-based white inks, which is which is smart. 
because I've been playing around with them, trying to figure some things out. Uh, it looks like you're having the same issue I do. I don't know if this is a double hit or a single hit, but you can see the cotton fibers from underneath it. The first one always, and even on a double hit, like a print flash print, it's still pretty rough. But I'm thinking maybe you can thicken the stencil and that, that would make it better. But anyway, they're messing around with it. They're really happy with the hand and and it's just got a really flat finish, which you guys probably saw in the in the review, man. Like the coolest thing about the water-based white is you can see the texture of like the woven fabric of the t-shirt. And it just looks high quality. It looks high fashion. Water-based white looks high fashion. Jamie Leinbach, if you're in the thing, welcome. And she says, not to be an asshole, but how do I access the live feed? Will it be posted here on Facebook or on YouTube? So the way that works is I post the event all day on YouTube, uh, but there's a specific time when it actually goes live. So you're not missing it. And I think, I'm not 100%, but I think YouTube actually shoots you some kind of notification when I've actually hit the live button. But in the meantime, you can just go to the page and just hang out on the page. And then when we go live, you'll be notified too. That's how it works. Michael Maxwell has found a printer here. This is more of a question. It's not really new. So Let's see what else we got. Okay, here we go. Jimmy Hafstrom is moving. Okay, he's moving to a bigger place next week. So he just feels like this is his last chance to just really to showcase his first shop or the shop that he's currently in. Uh, he says it's on the second floor, slim staircase. He's been carrying thousands of shirts up the goddamn stairs and he's had it. So he's really excited to move. Uh, but he says it's just really messy. So maybe like he's hesitated showing it until now, but it's time. So we're happy for you, dude. Ha Congratulations on the new space. That's amazing. And definitely. Oh no, no. Okay. So, I almost missed this. He just started screen printing a few months ago. So he's still a noob and he's already getting into a new space. That's amazing. Congratulations, Jimmy. And definitely keep us updated when you get into the new space, even on the retrofitting as you're you know, building out your dark rooms and stuff like that. We'd love to keep us posted on the build out. Uh, this brings up an interesting point. Crispy Wiener shared a link, guys. And this is a question to the print fam. He... The video, I mean, you know, I never set up. I didn't put any rules into this Facebook group. I didn't really even know you had to. I don't know. I guess sometimes I think things just go without being said, but apparently they don't. So he, he, he just posted a video in there. It's about BMX and an unboxing and stuff. And I just want to know what the fam thinks in terms of that kind of thing. Do, is it cool to let that kind of that's that promotional shit ride like YouTube channels and stuff? Or do we want to have people... Do we want the content to be screen printing specific? Let me know in the chat or just let me know on like a direct message on Facebook on how you feel about that and I'll I'll make the final decision. But I want to know how you guys feel in terms of what should be posted on the channel. Cool? Uh, Micah Hazlitt. I know I'm saying this wrong. Micah Hazlitt. You know, I, I, on a few episodes ago, he told us how he would ordered some stuff and it came in damaged. But regardless of all that, he's officially, Micah, has started taking orders. And he's got some um, company shirts for some different people and he's really stoked on it. But the really nice thing is that he finally got a website going. So let's, let's take a look at the link here. I'm like hearing things. Yeah, he calls it the press shop, which is awesome. Uh, it's got the hit us up link, which is the homepage, and there's just a contact form there. And he's got his pricing up, which is amazing. I think that's a great idea. Uh, and then on the order online, on uh, yeah, yeah, okay. And then he has the link to like his wholesaler's website because he's not he's not pulling on and he's not pulling the API into his site yet. But one day he will. Looks great. So it's a clean site. Love the logo. Love the name. Uh, is this built on the WordPress X theme? I think it is, because that's what ours is built on. Probably, pretty sure. Wow, showing something else here. But good job, dude. The site looks amazing. And the you asked the question, and that's what got me thinking, man, maybe we should ask everybody else about this, because, you know, it is, man. You're like, which do we, do we post our pricing or don't we? And I've experimented both ways, and I did note it. Well, again, we're going to go into that in a second on the business topic side of things uh and then george leon he says 
he got some recommendations from some printers to try out this Canon Pixima 6820. It's 120 bucks on Amazon. We know if you're Prime, there's no shipping. So it's a good deal. It's a good way to enter into it. My concern, though, is you say that it, it doesn't... Dude, I feel like this is just into the Q&A. It's not really the news thing, so that's kind of concerns me. But I'm going to give you my two cents. My my experience with anything is that you need... Dude, it needs to be uh, compatible with a RIP. But, but if you're just trying it out, man, I don't know. It might give you a dark enough image. But in my experience, the best investment you can make in your shop is the films and the exposure unit like the press is cool but you can figure that stuff out but when your films are crap and your exposure unit is crap your life is a pain in the ass all day every day <clears throat> the films are the most important part to me so if you're going to invest in one thing definitely invest in the filmmaking process it's the most important <laughs> everything else you can fudge it uh, you can half-ass it. You can make something. But that film, man, it all comes down to them film positives. So th if this works, that's awesome. Hopefully it works well. You'll probably want to use water-based film with it, and it'll probably do what you need it to do. But cool. It's a good good try. Hopefully it works out well. And if not, wasn't a lot of money, so you'll live. Maybe you can even send it back. I'd do a print, see if it's going to give you a dense enough film. If it's not, man, tell them it's broken. Make them return that shit because it's, it's Amazon. Smart way to buy stuff. Travis is doing some cool print jobs. Uh, James, go easy on me, print bros. So, wow, this is cool. This is your print shop shirt? Holy shit. James Hamilton went all out on the print shop shirt. I love it, man. I love the wolf because I just I like wolves. And it looks... We all want that automatic press, but you can't beat the classic super chunky white. You know what's really interesting about that? Uh, and I go through it too. The automatic presses are amazing, but not for quality necessarily. They, they, pr they produce consistent results, but not necessarily quality. What's great about a, an automatic press is it cuts down on labor when you're just printing too much. But I have I have talked to clients, I've talked to customers, I've interviewed people and just picked their brain, and they all say that they a lot of a lot of clients, unless they're big contract clients, prefer the idea of a hand printed shirt, dude. Like they prefer it. So you don't none of us, anyone who's running a manual shop, you don't need to feel insecure. You don't need to feel like you're on the lower end of the totem pole, uh, unless it's a an experienced contract buyer who if you're just starting out you don't want that client anyway but unless it's that most people don't know the difference between an automatic and a manual only the big buyers that buy a lot of shirts know so everyone else they just like to see you printing stuff they like to see you doing your own thing so you don't need to feel insecure about it and i know because i've asked i've actually asked should i be insecure about this and you shouldn't be dude so it's dope that you're doing it and that handmade feel actually is is a selling point to a lot of clients they love it so you're doing a great job and that shirt is dope uh yeah man michael maxwell is asking if rip software is a requirement i did i did it for a long time without a rip using photoshop i couldn't separate it in illustrator and get a dense enough print but it can be done but yeah dude i mean i use accurate and then there's another review on here and i'm gonna go over it in a little bit to check out on a different rip software there's a lot of them out there calvin staber jr cleaned up the print room and he's just sharing his hell and his expensive hobby so you're not doing it professionally yet but it looks great man you got a screen rack in there yeah you're crushing it's amazing conrad i don't normally post conrad doesn't like to post pictures of the shop but yeah man exactly you do it now no one's judging and then as you grow you'll be like holy crap look where i started it looks amazing is that a workhorse got the washout booth crushing work dude i get this is the thing dude when you're a solo in your garage you make more like it's all labor and you're not growing necessarily but you make a decent living doing it that way I squirreled away so much cash when it was just me printing and, and dealing with clients and doing the whole thing. You can just squirrel away dough, especially if you live like doing it out of the place you live. That's like it's it's wonderful. And Mike Burns also posted a picture of his shop. This is cool, man. Again, everyone gets insecure about it, but it's not the point, dude. 
Uh, you got your press there. You got your ink station. You can tell you're doing a little bit of vinyl cutting. Got your clamshell heat press, which apparently I just learned you can actually cure plastisol prints with a heat press. So that's amazing. It looks great. And my this dude, Mike Cirqua, also does live feeds. He is part of the print family, but he also does his own thing. And he does like almost a Snapchat live Facebook thing where uh, he did a whole live print. A whole a whole thing live. So that's pretty cool. So make sure to check out Mike Cirqua. And yeah, this is the guy, Brad. So another RIP software is something called Filmmaker. This thing had the really neat feature where... It, could, it shows you a preview of what the halftone will look like, like the density of it. And if you have any weird moire patterning, moire, I don't even know how to say the word, patterns and stuff. So this one has a really neat feature that Accurip just don't got. And a, a couple of other neat features. Definitely watch Brad's video on the Print Life Facebook group. This is here, but I, I, he did a, uh, a, a video review. And Sonny, now this guy's cool too, man. Every time... Like, this is what you call being resourceful, if you ask me. So, he ain't got a pressure washer, but he needs to reclaim some screens, and he doesn't want to sit there all day with a garden hose. So, what you do, he goes to the goddamn car wash and uses their pressure washer. That's called being resourceful. Love it. And I think that that's, that's, that's good enough for us today, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So, with that in mind, I'm going to turn this thing off. Whoa. Yeah. So thanks for checking that stuff out. That was that's different, but that's how I feel like it's a good way to just shout out people that are that are interacting with the group and actually posting stuff and maybe that gets more things going on. So I'm pretty stoked about it. But now it is time for the print dude, none of this I'm telling you OBS is just not working. It's time for the business topic of the week, 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 week. And today there's actually a couple of topics I want to talk about. This first one, I was writing it down. I was, you know, part of the benefit, in my opinion, of doing this whole live feed is because i you know how you know when you're sitting there and you have maybe an epiphany or you have a paradigm shift you're thinking about something and you go is that what's happening is that how this works is that how life works but you don't have no one to bounce that thought off of i feel like you guys are there to bounce that thought off of and the, the most recent thought i had is uh, I was thinking about Bitcoin and then I went into another thing and I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And the question I asked myself was, are we in a business bubble? More specifically, a small business bubble. Now, first off, the the reason, the main reason I asked this is because I got a piece of mail. And the, I'm trying to, sorry, got situate. <laughs> Uh, I got this thing in the mail and sh the shit, dude, this thing blew my mind. Okay. And the, the right when I got, I've been thinking about this for a little while. So I'm like pre, I'm i I'm doing this whole thing, but I've been thinking about this for a while and I just want to bring it up and see what you guys think about it. So this, this mailer comes through. Okay. And this is from, uh, something called grow team. Okay. Now grow team sent me this thing and within this thing they give me I shit you not a book on is your business is your e-commerce business at risk so they sent me a book book asking me that question and then within this book it tells me that ultimately yeah you are and you're not gonna make it unless right I mean it's a great book very inspiring really opened your eyes to all of the shit that can go wrong as a business owner which and then, okay, now this is crazy. Bow They sent me this thing, which has a goddamn... Look, see it? See this? There's an LCD screen in this, dude. Wow. I mean, I'm going to hack... I'm going to just use the LCD screen for something. This is crazy. But, great piece of mark. Dude, if I, if I could send these out to every potential client, it would be amazing. There's just no way I could, I could ever do that right now. But... That's besides the point. I get this mailer, and it's got a fucking LCD screen in it, and I go, what is going on here? 
this is a company that is it's a marketing company so they are, their whole business is to help you us all of us because we're all small business owners market our business successfully on social media google blah 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 and if you go to google and just type in help me market my shit you will be just it's just as bad as a print shop man like you will just be slammed with people that say they can help you become the the next biggest thing blah 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 right and um pretty much I've noticed this over the past five years. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get to the to the point. But I've noticed that there's more or less an app or a service for every business function and problem that you got. Like you got – I mean you got client management problems. Hey, for 400 bucks a month, I got an app for that. Oh, you got uh, you got email management problems? Oh, hey, Cam. Yeah, for 199 bucks a month, we got a solution for that. Oh, oh. You know, I'm really tired of getting bent over and fucked by business services. Oh, hi, Cam. You know what? For $250 a month, we got an app for that. It's like no matter what problem you got, no matter what business you're in, no matter what you do, no matter how you do it, there is some kind of goddamn service that you can spend a few hundred bucks a month on and they supposedly will fix it for you. Uh, and these are all, all of these services are other businesses, okay? This is the whole point. There's services helping businesses. There's businesses that need help from other businesses. It's like this weird economy of small businesses that are trying to help other small businesses create uh, they have systems for systems for systems. It's like this endless cycle of insanity. Okay. And I want to be very clear about something. In my opinion, this isn't factual. This is just what I think. The big dogs, the one percenters, they don't hire these services. A few of them use things like Salesforce. Okay. There's a few applications out there that are like, like enterprise level stuff. But for the most part, the 1% companies, the, the custom inks in the printing industry, the Walmarts, the Amazons, the Ebays, the big dogs, the real e-commerce stores, they have proprietary software. Which means they don't need these retarded-ass solutions. They don't need these businesses trying to get other businesses' money from them on a monthly basis with a the contract. They do it themselves. So these cloud services are directed at us. They're directed at the small to medium-sized businesses uh, that don't have the capital to develop their own proprietary software, right? Uh, and that's just that's just who they're going after. They're going after us, the dreamers, the entrepreneurs that are trying to do some stuff. And from my perspective, there is so many of us doing it, dude. And this, I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm not trying to put a. I'm just asking the question: Is this like? Is this a thing? Is this thing becoming so big that it's going to blow up on itself? And this is – I can't tell for sure, but I'm in business for myself. And I – other than the people that work for me, I don't know anybody. I literally don't know anyone. I'm kind of – I'm exaggerating there to some degree, but that works for someone. Everyone that I know, everyone that I interact with works for themselves, possibly because of the industry I'm in. Nonetheless, man, like employ people that work for a company are becoming less and less and less and less. It's like everyone has all these tools being developed and these tools are making people feel like, oh, there's the solution I need so I can do that and I can manage this and I can do that. Oh, it's not really that hard to start this company. So what are we going to do? Oh, yeah, we're going to start our company. It's a boom. It's a bubble. It's a bubble, man. And this is the thing. And this I had to write this down because it was the whole point. I went off on a tangent there, but I got to find it because I wrote a list. Uh, first off, I asked how long can it last? But what I really want to know is if everybody and the country keeps starting these little things, okay, and they're starting their own little businesses, which, of course, I want us all to be able to do it. It's important, man. It makes you feel like your li your life has meaning and me too, man. Like I, I define myself as a printer. Like without that identity at this point, I don't even know. I don't even know. It would be weird. It would be weird. 
But are we, because so many people are doing it, are we taking a step forward or are we just feeding the monsters, the big companies? So when there's a boom in a business, all of us little guys, the bottom feeders that are just trying to pick up the scraps, what we are doing is we're all sending our money to the distributors. Like in the screen printing industry, the garment wholesalers or the garment manufacturers are getting all they're getting huge man and when there's a boom they're just blowing the hell up they're sucking all the money up so does this bubble actually benefit the the economy or is it just making the big dogs bigger and then at the end of the day we're getting nowhere dude like this is fucking vague like as i'm going down this like it was really important to me i was like ah, oh, i got this concept but like i'm looking at my notes now and it's vague as shit but hopefully, maybe you guys kind of get where I'm going with this. And the question is, is there a point where there's enough small businesses? That's the question, ultimately. Okay? Uh, I mean, I've somehow miraculously managed to squeak by for like six years. Uh, and I've watched numerous friends and little job, like, and competitors and small companies get big. And I've seen lots of big companies go under. Like, I've seen the cycle and shit just is tanking all the time and recircul like, recirculating. But it really does feel to me like there's a lot, almost too many people trying to start and do their own thing. And it's obvious, like, you look at the, the streetwear game. Ten years ago, if you started a clothing line in a streetwear game, you could stand out because there weren't that many people doing it. But then it becomes a thing, and people see that they could do it, and then it becomes saturated. And it used to just be in, in specific industries where you would start to see it get saturated. But now it's like every industry, unless it's hardcore manufacturing, every light industry where the entry into it isn't very high is saturated to fuck clothing lines uh, all the different small base services and like one-to-one uh, -one services they're all saturated anyway dude that shit it felt i really felt like i had it in my head but then as i was talking about it i felt like it was uh, a little all over the place but it's just something you know you think about these things as a as a flesh and blood human being that's trying to start and do your own thing and be independent and not have a boss which it's the American dream. Let's let's be honest here. Working for somebody else, nobody wants to do it. Uh, but you think of these things, and you're like, "What well, is that? What's going on? Like, is this is this how this shit all works? Like, we're all doing these little jobs, but all we're really doing is feeding this monster and making him freaking huge, while we're all just we're all just clamor clamoring around trying to pick up the scraps. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Anyway, that's enough of that shit, guys. That it was weird. Yep. Yeah, dude. And it's not like I feel like I said that at the beginning. I'm not trying to be like a crap out artist. It's just like I think about these things and I want to bounce them off of the people in the chat room to see what you think. So I actually do want to go to the chat and just see. I'm still in awe. People are making money at it. I think it's going to be get harder for small businesses, but focus has to change. Instead of competing for volume, provide quality. I totally agree. Uh, soccer moms and everyone else seems to have small print shop in their garage. It's very true. So I think you guys are all, all, uh, yeah, dude, it sucks. But again, it's not just, I don't, I'm not even sure if it's true, man. I just have these thoughts and then it kind of comes up and I don't want to be depressing. I'm going to keep reiterating that. But I'm thinking about it right now. And it's partially because you'll see it in the video I post tomorrow. We had some hiccups. I had some hiccups because of the way that I was doing things. And then, like, I was like, oh, ooh, shit. And I had to do some reevaluating. And while I was reevaluating, I started thinking about it. And, and uh, I think any of us can do whatever the fuck we want to do. But I think there are certain... I don't know. You have to like really know you want to do it, right? Like if you're and you and you guys know who you are. Everyone in here are the people that really want to do it. It's like not a joke, man. You guys, if you're here watching my goofy ass blab about printing stuff and like my complete lack of knowledge on business, but I'm still talking to you about it. If you're still here listening to that, you're clearly interested. So you're like the one percenter of the industry, right? You you want to do it no matter what fucking whether you're making money or not you're gonna do it just like me so the question is can we can will we be okay 
And I think so. If you have the hardcore passion, if you eat, sleep, live, and breathe the shit, you always rise to the top. It may take you longer. You may get it done quick. But the people that truly have passion for something, all everything is – it's always okay. That's what I think. So that's my conclusion to that. And then the last one is, which I just want to go into and I'm going to express my opinions on it, which was a topic we talked about earlier, was should you show your pricing on your website? And for the longest time, I didn't do it. And then I tested it out where I put, you know, just your your bracket, your your columnized brackets with the piece per piece breakdown, discounts, all that stuff. And what I found was that although I mean, you know, I still don't know. I still don't know the right answer. But what I did find is that putting the prices up there actually helped weed out the price shoppers. That's what I found. So what I ended up. The conclusion I came to, which I'm still not 100% convinced of, man, I test stuff and try things out all the time. But the conclusion I did come to was that when you put your pricing on your website, sure, your competitors can see it, flock them, uh, but you're preventing that sh- that price shopper from calling you and bugging you for 30 minutes and interrupting the job that you have that someone is willing to pay you for. Uh, you stop them from calling you. This is what I found. It saves you time. It saves you energy because the price shoppers go somewhere else unless your prices are really good. Then they come to you. But either way, it weeds out the people you don't need or want to deal with. That's what I think. This has been my experience so far. However, everyone has their own experiences on it. Anyway, I'd say that that's – yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. So it's time for the print life. Q and A, 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 A. And if you notice, I'm not singing today. I don't feel like singing today. Uh, I don't know. You guys may notice that there's some weird shit going on with me, and there kind of is. I had an interesting day today in the shop. I had an interesting weekend. I had an interesting last Friday, which was like the last official day of the week before the vlogs ended. I'm just in an interesting place mentally. And surprisingly enough, I'm like, ooh, like my grit is stronger than ever. But I feel like my personality has had like I've had, I feel like something I've had some kind of paradigm shift in my mentality for this business for the better. Definitely for the better. And I do want to explain that, but I'm saving that for something else. Weird, right? Uh to get them Okay, anyone that great news. Hang on, guys. Hang on. Alex, can you make sure to get off YouTube, Facebook? We're having streaming issues like a motherfucker. What the hell, dude? Ah. Not sure why, but maybe it's because uh, Alex was on, well, you know, watching movies or something. <sighs> oh, my gosh. There's 50 of you guys. Thank you for being here. That's awesome. So, officially, we've hit our highest numbers. Kaboom. That's what's up. Okay, let's get back to the Q&A. And up paying way more in the end. Yeah, and guys, one more time, man. That business topic was a little bit of a bummer, but it was just a thought that I had. And, you know, you have them, but a lot of times they're just fleeting ideas. So don't take it to heart. You keep doing you, and everything's going to be okay. Exactly. Yeah, dude, it's a crap business, but it's also an awesome business. It's so. This is what I think about screen printing. The screen printing business sucks, but screen printing is awesome. And because screen printing is awesome, it's all good, right? And again, if you're here, if you're this involved in this world, you're gonna be okay. You keep doing your thing. I'm gonna keep doing my thing. We keep doing our thing. The print fam thing, and everything is gonna work the fuck out. Back to the Q and A. Uh, trying to get to it. Yeah, you guys were putting a lot in. I'm going to read this chat at the end of this because I can see a lot of good stuff in here. Uh, you guys had some really good good replies to it. Yeah, different streams. Yeah, okay, so Dylan, just this is into that. He says, build different streams, as in revenue streams. That way you don't get into a downward spiral, which is very true, and I'm lucky I've been doing that for a while. 
yeah, dude. I had one of the hardest industries I, I was in was being a, a freelance graphic artist. That was so hard. That was one of the hardest things. Uh, okay, now we're getting into the questions. Yeah, yeah. No, dude, it was me, dude. I think we, we were having some kind of a streaming interruption here. So it's not it's not you. More than likely, it's fine. It's, that's a sweet office. What, are, Jason, you talking about my office? Yeah, my office is. It's weird. It's weird. Okay, so here's the first one. Big corps will collapse because no one wants to work for them. They need people to run the machine. Without that, they, were, they will fail. You know, now that's a good point. I like that you brought that up. Now we're back onto the business topic, which isn't uh, – what you're saying is that the corporations will collapse because no one wants to work for them. Everyone's trying to work for themselves, which is a good point. And in some cases, that actually creates that barter system. You're still using cash or credits, you know, credits, you're like bank credits. It's definitely not money, but the credits to trade um, services. And when everyone's doing that with each other, then technically you don't even need the corporations anymore. You do need the major manufacturers. They're always going to be fine. But manufacturing is the entry isn't easy. And once you make it into it, then you're like, you're there for a long time. It's, it's hard. But you're right, man. They need the people to run them. Without that, they fall to the ground. And then maybe it's just a, it's like more, uh, it's commerce within communities. Like communities work with each other to provide the services. And that's it. Which we, I see that happening a lot in Phoenix, as a matter of fact. Everything is like local. It's it's kind of strange how it works here. I don't know. I uh, love that you show your prices. Saves me time. Yeah, there you go. See, so if, and this is one of the things, like if you decide to be a print shop and you want to put your stuff out there, the first thing you're going to notice is that actually I've even had printers tell me that they use mine to quote people. So because they don't have the system in place, they just go onto my website and they get pricing and then that's who they hit people at. Uh, you should know our prices are set up very interestingly and it's good for my website because the more traffic we get even if it's other printers using the quoting thing it actually increases our total hits to the website which makes us more relevant on google which then uh, helps us out so it's, it's a win-win no matter what uh i agree man all that stuff is important talking on the phone forget putting prices on the thing man it's i don't think it's a great idea I, d I don't i don't think it is especially if you're just like a, if you're if it's just you and a couple people and you're the personal connection is what brings people in it's a great idea when you're a corporation and you're trying to go national and you just need to be able to be like a volume printer then it's okay but other than that yeah you don't need to Agam. Guys, I'm trying to find I'm trying to find questions here. I'm just I'm struggling a little bit. And put your cost. Yeah, yeah, Alan. He says he's hit my side a few times for for prices and things. Yeah, dude. Everyone does, dude. I did it to one of our local printers before I built my own. Uh, we're gonna change our pricing structure. I don't know if you guys followed what Ryanet. I love what they're doing, man. They're helping printers out so much. Uh, they did this thing where they made that. They released that book, which I still haven't gotten. Why I don't know. It's crazy. But then they also released this uh, cost plus price pricing calculator, which is the only way to price stuff like what we do. You have to do cost plus. You have to evaluate your costs everything included and then add your the markup you want to it right and i think we're going to change it out because right now our pricing is based off the bracket but i think we're going to switch over to cost plus pricing across the board and it will be flexible based on like the previous month's uh thing so our we're going to switch the way we price stuff to be better and this is partially because of the fact that uh i do my own accounting which somebody just asked me i saw it up here Do you think I don't know, dude? There's so much. Let me get to the top here. I can't, I can't keep track of these uh these chats, dude. It's crazy. I'm going full screen just to make sure I don't miss nothing. RSX owner, welcome by the way, dude. You back? 
Okay, print life. I'll help. The RSX owner wants to help. Maybe I'll have you help, man. People are cutthroats with what they expect, but they may apply to every industry. Uh, Top Pox Studios, which I totally agree. Anyway, I, I can't find the question, but someone asked, do you do your own accounting? Which I do. And for the longest time, I was doing my own accounting completely wrong. I was doing it on cash-based uh, accounting systems which is you basically just run your business based off the amount of cash you got in your bank account and you'll fluctuate you'll fluctuate and you won't know why and it's unpredictive you can't predict where you're going and i did that for so long that i thought we were doing one thing and it turns out we were doing something completely different and i'm still dealing with the backlash of that but now i got a handle on it but i still do my own bookkeeping i use a cpa to help file at the end of the year but all my, my monthly bookkeeping and all that, I just do I do it myself. I prefer to because it, it, it keeps me uh, understanding what's going on, which is important. No, uh, I, Alan asks, have you used any other colors from Fusion 180? I have not. But I like the white. The way it prints, dude, it's very different. It's so smooth, man. I don't, I can't, exp I can't really explain it. Uh, and I don't want to be sitting here like hyping them up, like, ooh, Fusion One Eighty, they're the best, right? You know, like I would do that if they'd cut me a check, but they haven't. But this is the thing, dude. There, there's something about the ink. Maybe it's the way we printed it. I don't know, but it's just there's less fibrillation. So you know, with a white plastisol, typically, unless you do the flattening hit. It's got that suede feel, right? Like you could feel the fibers on the top. The Fusion 180 has the least of that of any ink I've ever seen up to this point. Period. Period. And I've tried I've tried so many of them. But it's hard as shit to print on a manual press. Like it will it will wear you the fuck out. Uh Hotbox Studio got to run play with the kiddos. Well, thanks for joining in, dude. We're we're making our way down it anyway. So thanks for tuning into the thing. I don't know if this one was really late, but we've definitely had the most people tune in, so it's a good time slot. So we're probably officially going to start running at 6 p.m. That's the day. That For now, we are officially doing 6 p.m. every Wednesday. That's our live time. Seems like it works pretty well. Uh, yeah, the that was one thing that was irritating with the Fusion. The lime green and the white, they both exploded when they shipped them to us. So clearly... The liquid got hot, it expanded, popped the lid, and then the shit came <laughs> squishing out all over everything. Uh, the white quart looks like it's got green ink in it because the, the green ink just covered it. It was crazy. Uh, Phil Fusion is great. Dude, it is, man. It's weird. Do you have any experience printing polypropylene bags? Would you just use plastisol with a low cure additive? No, you need you're gonna use graphic like a solvent based ink. So you'll need to use graphic ink. Uh, probably you can't even really no. You need graphic ink. You need like look at Nasdar, N A Z D A R. Most local suppliers will have it. That's what you need to print on any kind of plastic polypropylene or whatever you call that. Oh, so Fusion is actually saying that it kills fibrillation. It's good. Dude, and you know what's funny? Those guys, man, like I did that review, I had no intention, like, but yeah, dude, they're using it. They're like, that review I'm using, they're using it, like in their marketing, like they're in their marketing stuff. So good for them. Gets them out there and it gets me out there. It's awesome. Yeah, definitely go check out NASDAQ. That's what you want to do if you're printing on any kind of plastics or metals. You need solvent. You need solvent-based inks. I saw, that's actually, when I first started screen printing, that's what I started printing with. It's a pain in the ass. Cleaning it out of the ink or out of the screens after you're done is the biggest nightmare in the world. But I love it so much. It's it's the coolest stuff. I love printing paper. If I could if I could make a living screen printing like gig posters and art from other people and stuff, I love printing paper. There's something about it. Oh, I just got this really cool screen print. Let me show you guys this. Hang on. One sec. So now I don't know if any of you guys are gig gig poster collectors, but this one, and now I completely forgot who it's from, but this is for the 311. These are gig posters, right? 
Uh, and this is a specific company that prints all these different ones, but this is a hundred percent screen printed gig poster. And it's the, the best thing about gig posters that are screen printed is you can see all the trap, the, the trapping and you can feel the texture and they're just, they're just beautiful, man. Oh God. And I got to get this one framed up. This one's signed by the artist, hundred percent custom limited run screen printed poster it's beautiful i can't oh at some point i'll post a link to who the, it's f4 studios i think f4 studios on instagram they're awesome and that poster is sick i love it uh okay so it sounds like everyone's taking my advice with fusion i feel like i should have emphasized strongly hopefully i did that your elbows and your body is going to hate you for printing fusion it's gonna hate you it is the heaviest shit dude it's like it's it, it, to me it's like spreading concrete it's the best way i can describe it. it's so thick but it's so good, man. It just looks so good. Just nice and slow. Nice, slow pull, and it'll, it's it's beautiful. Uh, have you used anything other than white in the green galaxy line? Yeah, uh, I used that blue on the monument shirts. By the way, guys, those monument long sleeves, I just, I just got them sent out today. Went through a couple things during the week, and I was just kind of slacking because I was done. I was like, I made it through my 30 days of live vlogging. I felt good about it, so I just took some time off. Didn't do much, but they're on their way out. So the long sleeves are coming to the people that entered, and I, I shouted you out last time. They'll be to you soon. They'll, you'll have there soon. You'll have them there soon. God damn, my brain is all over the place today. Uh, yeah, dude, the poster's so sick. Yeah, as far as I know, when it comes to Fusion, man, we got like a whole thread going on about Fusion 180 here. How the heck does that happen? Yep. Come original, got to come original. What's your favorite overall ink brand? I think right now, guys, I'm, I'm, and I, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing it. You know what else? So, and then my latest review, which I haven't posted yet. Right, that Wilflex Lava White, dude, dude. So, it's not very opaque. But if you want ease, it prints like black ink. It the the Wilflex Lava White has its place, man. Like, it is so creamy. It's like they did an extra step of whipping in it or something. It is the smoothest flowing white ink I've ever used. Terrible fibrillation, terrible ink coverage, but prints like a dream. So I like that too. I just like whatever works best, but I do think that I will probably, probably, I haven't decided yet. I would love to make a deal with them to continue to promote them in the videos. And if they did, then we'd have something to go with. But I would like to make the switch to Fusion almost across the board, only because what I want is the most universal ink possible. And when you have a low cure ink that just feels great, uh, you can do uh, you can do white prints on 100% cotton, and then you can also just throw a couple uh, 50/50s in there. If you get 100% polyester, you probably don't want to just use. You need a, a pure poly ink, but for tri blends and all that stuff, you can just throw them all in there, and you won't have any bleeding issues. You can lower your cure temperatures, which means you can maybe even run the dryer faster. You can. Um, keep your flash temperatures up and move faster or you can turn the flash temperatures down and save electricity so many reasons for it i just think it's beneficial and i'm strongly considering doing it but dude i'm getting to the point where i need to start making some like sponsorship deals i'd like to do that with them and, and have them hook me up with ink or something and start selling it but i like them right now this is an unbiased review and i like their white a lot uh we we used to print transfers i hated it it was such a nightmare printed nylon so you okay 100% polyester so Jason says he printed 100% polyester with the fusions and it worked great it's interesting so it's not just low bleed it's also 100% poly that would be crazy if it has those features dude other than the fact that it is horrible to print like I had Alex do a job with it yesterday and he was crying he was like this he he thought it because it was so heavy he hated it he did. 
So if it's you and you can deal with it, it's cool, but it is very heavy. A lot of your printers that are doing it manually, they may not like you so much for it. Do it. Hit them up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to let them hit me up. I might hit them up. We'll have to see what's going on with them. But yeah, I'd like to almost exclusively switch over to them. We'll have to see. We'll see what they can work out with with me. Uh, but also, man, I got to get my channel up because I do. I want to make the channel into something where I can do it full time. Because right now, uh, after the experiment with the 30 days, it's just so time consuming that the basically the business suffers. Like if I'm putting that much time into this, the business suffers. The only way that I could do it is if I could somehow get sponsorships and keep doing the thing full time, which I'm working towards it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, dude. The, the thing with, with printing transfers, like on paper is that damn paper, it shrinks, dude. And like you run it through the dryer, like you're supposed to do You pre-flash it, you preheat it, all this stuff. Then you do the prints, but still it like it's, it's paper. So there's just so much like fluctuation right it's just drive it drives you nuts drives you nuts but you can increase the trapping and stuff too oh cool oh that's for something just came through uh it's, no it's uh the rest the remainder of this okay cool all right brother all right so yeah and that's it guys we made it to seven so i say this live feed is over not our best one but we got through it and as in terms of numbers guys like y'all i don't know if y'all are just sharing this or helping me out or yeah we hit 50 right now there is 50 of you guys watching so that's our record now thank you everybody who's been sharing and bringing people in that's a freaking huge deal for me 50 is a big deal i could not talk publicly in front of 50 people uh for a million bucks i would it would be a mess so the fact that there's 50 in here hanging with us that's pretty cool i love it uh, let me do the outro real quick. Don't bounce yet. Uh, you know that there, this is a podcast. Go over to iTunes. Make sure to like it, share it on your social media, and subscribe. And da ding the bell so that you get notified when I upload iTunes. Give me five star reviews. Send a request to the Print Life Facebook group. Gotta do it now. You wanna be part of the Print Fam? Then you gotta join the Facebook group. Yeah, and keep on keeping on print fam you guys are awesome and i'm, I'm cutting this down and i'm gonna go run through that chat because there was a lot of really interesting um comments on that but th yeah thanks for tuning in guys see you next wednesday 6 p.m new official time let's go for 60 next time take care